Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Set with Emphasis. You know when you wake up and you go out the night before and regardless of your alcohol consumption, you just wake up with this uncontrollable anxiety. You reflect on your night before or the activity you attended and just cannot help feeling like you did everything wrong and that everyone hates you. Or maybe you're just hyper-focused on one aspect. Maybe you made eye contact with your ex, or that one girl gave you a mean look, or you can't remember what you said to your friend or that one guy you had a crush on freshman year. Whatever it is, you literally fixate on it and convince yourself that the worst case scenario happened and you start hating yourself because you think they hate you and because they hate you, their friends hate you, and then you just start hating on yourself. That's overthinking. Super fun and so cute that your mind does this thing where it convinces you that every aspect of one situation is completely wrong. Brief interjection before we start today's episode. My merch is here. It is ready and it is up front in the store ready for you to grab. It is almost sold out. So go click on the link in the description or in the Sent With Emphasis Instagram bio to buy yours today, people. The merch is amazing. Go buy it now. As you all know, I try to keep this podcast authentic with topics I currently am going through or relating to or just something that I find really relevant in the state of society. This weekend, well, that's not true. This Sunday, I could not get myself to come down from my anxious thoughts. Like I was fully spiraling. And maybe the five-day bender that started Tuesday caught up to me. I'm not too sure, but it genuinely sucks when you have such a great day or week or time and then you get so caught up in overthinking. For instance, last week was one of the best weeks in a while for sure. I'm a senior and me and all my friends are soaking it all up. We want to be together all the time, making the most of each and every day. And I kind of talked about that in my last episode, but we were either hanging out on the porch with our neighbors or our friends, or we were out at the bars or at the patios every single night. Even Friday night when I didn't want to be hungover or go out at all because I had the Morgan Wallen concert the next day, we literally hung out on the patio, then hung out in the backyard and played dark beer darts. I don't know why we did that. And then we went to a bar, sat on the patio, and then came back and went to our neighbor's bonfire. It was awesome. We fit so much in. Everyone was out. It was just such a wholesome community vibe. And I was, in fact, hung over the next morning. But hey, nothing Morgan Wallen can't fix. Am I right? But yeah, it's just hilarious. Even when we left for the concert Saturday, my roommate texted us and she's like, guys, there's people in our backyard. And there's a couple houses that have a backyard like right next to ours. So we were all like, oh, dude, it's probably just the neighbor. And she sent us a picture and was like, no, these genuinely are not our neighbors. I do not recognize any of them. So these college dudes were just sitting on our chairs in our backyard playing beard arts. So everyone in this town has just really been soaking up the weather. And I guess our backyard is a community park at this point. I'm not sure. But it's that time of year, I guess. But overall, yeah, great weekend. And then I was so hungover on Sunday. And I think a ton of stuff from the week prior was catching up to me. And you know when you're just so out of it that you genuinely could not form any sort of thought? That was me. I was overthinking but not anything of substance we literally passed an urban air like an indoor adventure park trampoline park thing and I could not stop thinking about why we have so many indoor trampoline parks 
But honestly, though, there's Sky Zone, which was at least all the hype in middle school. There's Urban Air, Big Air. And okay, also, all of these names sound alike. Like, dude, okay, I get it. I will be jumping in the air. But for real, why are there so many different trampoline park franchises? Is it that competitive of a market? I feel like trampoline parks are a thing you go to once a year, maybe twice a year max. How are they all still in business? I do not understand. It's so bizarre to me. But this is exactly a thought I had Sunday driving back from the concert. I could not get a grip. So when I was finally alone with my thoughts, that overthinking kind of switched into matters of my own life. I was no longer distracted by trampoline parks or anything else, and I was just forced to sit with my thoughts. And the worst part about it is that once you start, it's pretty damn hard to stop thinking. I don't know if anyone else has this or if I have some undiagnosed OCD, but I need to almost complete a thought when I have one, especially if it's one that holds meaning in my life or something that's super relevant at the time. I can't just think it and let it go. I need to come up with some sort of conclusion in my brain. So when I start overthinking, that conclusion in my brain spirals into something negative about myself. Our brains want us to believe that any minimal scenario and everything in life is so terminal and ultimate. But most times, that is just not the case. Shit happens and it isn't up to you to figure out why. It's up to you to accept that what is happening is happening and that's part of life. So let's run it back with overthinking. Today, I'm going to run through why we overthink and how to stop it. So why do we overthink? It almost feels like it is sparked by the thought in our head of what ifs. What if I miss my exam tomorrow? What if they don't like me back? What if I get fired and am never able to find a job again? We have these present situations that are usually not super major and then combined with these anxious, intrusive thoughts and it becomes some sort of negative battle in your brain. And when we continuously think about one scenario or event or cause or whatever it may be, we create these situations in our head that merely do not exist. Our mind plays tricks on us into letting us believe that it is more than it often is. So there's about 4 million reasons why we overthink. Everyone has their reasons there, but I will highlight the most common few. The first reason here is that we often have this fear of a negative outcome. We have this fear that something bad is going to happen to us or someone else, and it's almost impossible in today's day and age to not jump to these conclusions. Even something as minimal as someone not texting you back or showing up for an event, we're like, are they okay? Did something happen to them? What's wrong? What's going on? Or we flip it and we take it personally and assume that they don't want to see you or they don't want to talk to you anymore. But it's almost never as personal as it feels. Or maybe you are focused on what has gone wrong in the past and the negative outcomes that have already happened and you keep replaying that outcome and how you could have changed it and how you want to avoid it going forward. For me personally, when something bad happens in the past, I feel like I almost jinx it for it happening in the future. I don't really know how to say it for it to make sense, but if you really want something to work out and you get super excited about it and are almost naive and then you jinx it and it doesn't work out, You have your guard up moving forward, and it's hard for you to not assume that negative outcomes are going to happen, if that makes sense. Or maybe it's something completely different. Maybe you're lacking confidence and are in a pattern of this self-doubt where you are constantly looking down on yourself and questioning your worth. 
Either way, what happens is that we get stuck in this space of imagining all the outcomes that could have been or that could have gone wrong, and we exaggerate what really exists right now. My next reasoning here kind of goes off of it, but it is that fear of failure. For example, if you're an athlete or you're competing in some competition or event, it's hard not to spend time in your mind contemplating every way that it might go wrong. And a lot of times that's what makes athletes or people competing so great because they do things in preparation so that these things don't go wrong. But maybe you're scared to take a chance or try a new risk because you're scared it will fail. This goes hand in hand with those negative outcomes, but it is that fear or failure that hinders our ability to think clearly and it almost manifests these bad situations happening because we're so focused on it and putting energy into what could go wrong that we're allowing it to have more of a chance to go wrong. Another reason we overthink is when we have to make decisions, okay? All my ladies out there know what I mean. One of the hardest decisions to make is what to eat for dinner. I don't know why it is such a universal daily struggle, but it is. When we make decisions, we analyze all of the options and spend more time doing that than actually trying to make a decision. And once we make one, we overthink it and go back on it. I would honestly argue that decision-making is actually the top cause of overthinking. And that's just something that fuels everybody. When there's any decision to make, it's hard not to overanalyze it and think that it's deeper than it actually is. The next reason we may overthink is because of a lack of control. I don't think a lot of people really consider this one, but when you don't have control over something, it's common to fixate on all the ways it can go wrong. Sometimes a new job or relationship or friendship can trigger these feelings of unknown because you don't have control over the other party in the relationship. You don't know how they feel, you don't always know what's coming next, so you overthink. And it's hard not to. Another way is that we overthink what others think about us. That sounds super weird to say, but in other words, we overthink how we are being perceived by others. We're so worried to do the wrong thing or of the judgment of others that we often overthink what other people will want to perceive of us. If you really, really think about it, a lot of times we have a hard time making decisions. There's a pretty easy answer there. Usually we know what we want to do and we know what's right, but we take everyone else's opinions into consideration that it makes the decision harder to come to. And more so, we care about how others perceive us. This may be more of a thing for girls, especially in this generation or the one that I'm in, but it can really go either way. In today's society, in our generation at least, we are trying to be consistent in how we want others to perceive us as. You're funny, you're careless, you're edgy, you're sophisticated, pretty, even being down to a beach girl or a city girl. And this causes us to overthink the materialistic things that we wear, that we post, that we purchase. And that is so annoying because we are fully putting control and value in other people's perception of us. But what are we so scared of? So what if they're confused with what you wear or how you act or what your vibe is? We overthink that shit down to a T because we are so focused on how we want others to perceive ourselves. Next up, overthinking because of past experiences is another point I really want to bring up. This is something that we subconsciously do and may not even realize. Why are we so afraid of what people might think? Why are we so crippled by rejection? Why do we not trust our friends? A lot of this is from past experiences. 
I recently was overthinking and anxious about something so minor that to most people, it wouldn't even seem like an issue. But when I called my mom for some insight or some outside perspective, she was like, you might still be anxious about that because of the stuff that happened with a past boy. And she was so right. Honestly, it was the exact same situation. And it's stuff, that, and it's stuff like that that we don't even realize when we are going through it. But often it can be so beneficial to consider what similar situation has happened in the past so we can understand how we are feeling now and that it may help us stop spiraling. Lastly, we overthink because of cultural influences in today's society. Next week, I will be having a lovely guest on and we will be talking a lot about social media, but this is certainly still related here. We overthink so much because in today's technological state, okay, I could have just said because of social media today, but yeah, in today's technological state, we are viewing what everyone else is doing 24-7. We have that access at our fingertips anytime we want it. And then we view it and what do we think about? Oh, what they're doing is something that I'm not doing. They're in love? Oh, I'm not in love with anybody. They're at a party? Oh, I'm staying home alone. What's wrong with me? What do I need to change? And so the overthinking begins. Or even success-based. You may feel like everyone you see on social media is happier and tanner and more fit than you and more successful. That you start to look into your own life and fixate on your failures and why those happened. And also, it definitely goes back to being perceived. We want to be perceived in a certain way, so we are posting and staging and dressing in such a way that our followers and friends will view us in a certain light. All right, so I just listed some common reasons for why we overthink, and I know you're probably like, yeah, I got that. I know that. That's why I overthink, okay? But I hope this resonates with people to understand that overthinking is so natural, It's not some sort of disease that you have that you were born with, and it is ultimately stoppable. And why I wanted to kind of start by listing those reasons why we overthink is because the first step to stopping it is recognizing it. This may go against everything people say, but give yourself a tad bit of time to overthink. If we don't digest our thoughts, they will come back up. I'm not encouraging you to overthink more or spiral more. I'm just saying sometimes you need to complete that thought or give yourself a little bit of time. Which leads me into my first strategy. Give yourself a time limit. Set your time for three, five, ten minutes and allow yourself to just sit there and think about what you need to. But when that timer goes off, you're done and you have to move on to something else. This same approach goes for decision making. Set a timer that you have to make a decision by, or if it's a bigger decision, set some sort of date. What you'll probably find is that a lot of people work under pressure because of certain adrenaline or even stress glands. And this kind of promotes a different kind of rushed answer, but a lot of times that's your gut. That's your gut feeling, and it allows you to just focus in on what you want and not overthink it. Similarly, if you're overthinking, I think you should just start by asking yourself, Why are you overthinking? Are you overthinking because this decision means a lot? Are you overthinking because you don't want this person to hate you? Like literally, why are you thinking so deeply and spiraling about this one issue? Because a lot of times it is not as serious as our mind wants us to believe it is. And when we ask ourselves why we're doing it, it may allow us to step back and see the whole picture. On that note, another method that I kind of want to encourage everyone to do is think outside of your own perspective. Oh my goodness, this is so important. 
Consider your situation from the point of view from your friend or even from a stranger. What would you advise them to do in the situation they're overthinking? It becomes so difficult for us to get out of our own head that we can't even think past the situation we're overthinking. We're like, this is all or nothing. This is my whole life. It's killing your mood. It's making you sad, making you depressed. It is so all or nothing. So maybe take a look outside of your own perspective. Or if this situation is with another party in it, consider their perspective. If you are overthinking a fight you got in with your partner or something your friend has done, maybe consider their point of view and why they are doing what they're doing. Because a lot of times in these confrontational situations, we take a lot of it personally and that's not really the case. And while you're thinking outside of your own perspective, maybe talk to someone about it. Your mom, a friend, a therapist, even if you have to say it out loud to your dog, saying it to someone else can be enough for you to one, get it off your chest, two, hear it in a different light, and three, realize it's often not as bad as your mind wants you to think it is. And while all of these are good options to help you introspectively, I think for me at least it's better to just simply get out of my own head in the situation. So in that sense, distract yourself. Do something, get lost in busy work, in a book, or anything to take your mind off of sitting and contemplating what may or may not be. Listen to music, work out, exercise, go shopping, (laughs) do some retail therapy, write about it if you don't want to talk to somebody. Literally, you can pull out your phone and, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about this. Okay, my sophomore year, summer, I drove an hour for work like twice a week or so, And if I was so in my head about something, I would take out my phone and take a voice memo of myself just ranting about it and talking through it. I'd obviously delete the voice memo right after, but it was something about recording myself and not listening to it, of course, but not having someone else hear me and just knowing that my thoughts are going somewhere other than my own head. That helped me so much. Something about just speaking it into existence and getting it off without having to worry about how someone is going to think about it, if that makes sense. So yeah, that helped me so much. I totally forgot about that. That's such a good method that a lot of people don't even consider. Or even if you are in your car and you don't want to record it, just yell it out to yourself. Talk through it out loud so that it's out of your own head. And then another way is even listening to podcasts, of course, sent with emphasis, your favorite podcast, and hearing someone else talk can get you out of your own head so much. I think I used to watch Emma Chamberlain's YouTube videos when I was bored or anxious or just overthinking because hearing her talk and she has such a lighthearted way about speaking and going about life helped me so much. Another way, watch a movie, watch a TV show, call an old friend. I hate all these because they're so superficial, but for a lot of people, they really do help. But turn off your phone If you're overthinking, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with someone you're communicating with, something you saw, social media, or something that your phone cannot help at all. Chuck it across the room, turn it all the way off, and go for a walk or something. Just distract yourself. And lastly, I want to remind you all to remind yourself that it is going to be okay. When we get so knotted in our own mind, it feels like the end of the world. It feels like the most ultimate situation and that we are not going to be happy past this. But I promise you, it gets better and it will be okay. Whatever it is will be resolved and you can't make a wrong choice because whatever is meant for you will not pass you by. 
Look at that. We're ending with some philosophical, I can't even say that. Guys, I can never say that word. Philosophical. Okay, we're ending with some, we're (laughs) ending. Everyone in this library can hear me. We are ending with some philosophical shit today. Boom, done. All right, wow. Anyways, knock it off. Stop overthinking. You're creating issues that don't exist. Okay, anyways, hot take section. I have not said this one yet. This is a hot take I have thought of like three years ago and I feel so strongly about it and ever and I tell it to you at first is like, what the fuck? But then once you hear my reasoning, you're going to be like, okay, I agree. Okay, I think listening to songs on the radio is better than listening to songs on the aux cord. And I worded that really specifically because I'm not saying that the radio is better than the aux cord. But I'm saying that when you hear a song on the radio come on by chance or randomly, you're more likely to jam to it than when it comes on a playlist that you have control over. If you are in the car with your friends and you hear something stupid like Yeah by Usher or Get Low or even California Girls, you're going to turn it up and jam to it. But if someone is playing that on the aux cord, at first glance, you're going to be like, dude, what are you playing? Turn this off. And I think it has a lot to do with the radio obviously being out of our control in that you're just more excited to hear it because it's by chance and it's not expected to come on. So that's my hot take. I actually really enjoy listening to the radio when I'm driving to and from school or to and from places. I'll listen to the local radio until it drives out of town. Oh my God, this sounds really like pick me and like I'm trying to be an old soul. I'm like, yeah, I like the radio way better. Love the newspaper too. But that's not the case. I just think that when you hear songs on the radio, you're not trying to control it as much. You're not controlling the volume. You're just enjoying it because it came on and it was out of your control. So there's my hot take, people. That is all I have to say today. I hope I got you to stop overthinking whatever you're thinking about. And I hope I gave you some good strategy or just insight for the next time that you do. This episode will always be here. You can come back, replay it, listen to it over and over again whenever you are getting in your own head. But I promise you it's going to be okay. Everyone overthinks. It's part of life, but it absolutely sucks. And don't let it take away from the joys of the present moment. Okay, look at that. What a great way to end the episode. As always, remember to own who you are, mean what you say, and whatever you do, do it with emphasis, baby. Go follow the Set With Emphasis Instagram as well. Thank you very much. I will see you next Tuesday.